Hey there, welcome to the Cami Pentecost Podcast. Let's talk about leadership, business, life lessons, and everything in between. Welcome back to another episode for the Cami Pentecost Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. We're going to continue on with our series called My Mantras. And it's funny because after the last episode, I actually got a couple of questions. People were like, where did you ever think of coming up with a like a series of mantras that you use for business and life? I said, actually, I'm a school teacher. Well, I guess I should say I'm a former school teacher. And we school teachers, you know, I always say the best school teachers don't always come up with all the ideas. They just steal and use the best ones. And I was reading a book by my friend Shelly Arkenbaugh, and, uh, and it might be Arkin. Well, I, I, I really don't want to pronounce that wrong. So hopefully she won't hear me say that wrong. But, you know, I had the opportunity to interview her for one of these podcasts. So you'll have to go back and hear that episode. But she wrote a book called Unapologetically Ambitious. Just the name alone kind of had me at hello, right? Because I don't know that I'm always unapologetic about it, but I should be. Because God just wired me to be ambitious no matter what I'm doing in life. And she talked about just some mantras she had for life. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I have at least a dozen mantras for business. And I think I'm going to share those because when I was running my team, when I was working in the field specifically, these were mantras not only I used to coach my team, they were mantras I used to lead me, lead myself, but there were also things I began to use in other areas of my life. And the one that we're going to talk about today is one of those for sure. I mean, this one is definitely started because of the business, but it has transcended every area of my life with every relationship that I have. And because I believe in it so much with every fiber of my being, I almost become weak in the knees when somebody uses it on me because I love knowing they're listening. I love knowing they're taking risks because that's what today's all about. Today, we're going to talk about if you don't ask, the answer is always no. I'm going to say that again. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. And it really is a mantra that I believe encourages risk-taking. So I want to encourage anybody and everybody that does life with me to be a risk-taker, but especially in business, right? Because you got to get outside your comfort zone on a regular basis. You've got to talk to a lot of people to find a few that are going to want to do business with you and or use your products. And so you got to be willing to make a, are you ready for this? This is not inappropriate. This is actually appropriate, (laughs) but I got to make sure you hear me. You got to be willing to make an ask out of yourself. You got to be willing to ask because if you don't, the answer is already no. And if the fear of hearing no keeps you from asking the question, guess what? then you've already gotten no anyways. And so the answer is no until you ask. And while not everybody will say yes, you don't know if you don't ask. So if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Now I want you to think about that for a minute. What is something in your life you wish you had? I'm gonna double dog dare you after today's uh, episode to go and ask for it. Ask for the opportunity to try something. Ask for the opportunity to go somewhere with someone. Somebody on here might be single and you just need to ask somebody out on a date. I mean, come on. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. Listen, my kids right now, I should say my two older kids are getting ready for homecoming in four weeks. And yesterday, my uh, my new my newest kiddo uh, just adopted him. 
went up and asked a perfect stranger to go to homecoming with him. And I said, you did what? And he said, well, she's like the prettiest person in our school. And I said, you did what? And he, and he goes, well, you always say, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And I about died because number one, he's only been living with us for about four months. So there's that. That's how often we use this. But number number two, he's right. And I love encouraging risk-taking because I really believe to be successful in business, not only do you need to be a risk-taker, um, but, but you got to take risks often. Why? Because you're always getting outside your comfort zone. That's how you stretch and that's how you grow. And so, yeah, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Um, and I truly believe this is something everyone, everyone, no matter what you do, should live by. Um, you know, my question is, uh, why, why do people make decisions for people? without asking. Let's just stop assuming, right? I don't know if you ever heard that joke. I almost was going to not tell it because I was like, yeah, that's not appropriate. Um, But have you ever said, have you ever heard of what uh, people say when you assume? I'm going to give you a minute for that one because I want you to think about that. You know what happens when you assume, don't you? You're making an ass out of you and me. And, and that's the thing. When we don't ask, we're assuming. And why would we assume? We don't know. And a lot of times we don't assume in the positive direction. We assume in the negative direction. We assume that we're not good enough or that they wouldn't want it. So why should I even ask? Uh, they're going to be upset or bothered or we're putting them out. You don't know if you don't ask. So ask. And if they say no, you know what? That's okay. But you would have, the answer would have been no anyways if you didn't ask. So personally or professionally, whether you're asking a potential for a, for a sale or you're asking someone out on a date, I want you to know it's worth asking. The worst thing that can happen is that they say no. That's the worst thing. And I don't think it's all that bad. I haven't known anybody to die from hearing the word no. Now, sometimes it's sad to hear the word no, and it feels very I don't know. It almost feels like they're saying no to us, but they're actually not saying no to you. They're saying no to the thing, you know? And so uh, I think we overthink it. That's really, we overthink it and just try, Um, put yourself out there and try, because even if it is a no more often than not, it doesn't even mean no. It just means not right now. Think about that for a minute. It doesn't, you know, especially when it comes to prospects, I think they say you have to talk to someone on average seven times before they will say yes. They have to hear about it, see it, think about it seven times before they say yes. So I tell people, unless somebody says no, and don't you dare ever ask me that again, the answer is never really no. It's just not right now. And it might be the time of life they're in. It might be just the time of the month. (laughs) But quite frankly, um, it's never, or I shouldn't say it's never, it's rarely no, it's just not right now. And so again, don't overthink that word no too much. And, you know, I heard, I heard one time uh, a business coach say you should go for no, right? Because you got to get through a lot of no's to get a yeses. I don't know that I'm going to sit here and tell you to go get as many no's as you can, because I'm truly a believer in what you say and what you think is what you manifest. I really believe that, that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so I'm not going to go tell you to go for a no. I'm just going to tell you that a no doesn't feel as bad as you think it is. And so, um, you know, let's, okay. So they might say no, but what if they say yes? 
it could be the best thing that's ever happened to you. The best thing. I got to tell you a little story. This isn't about business. This one's about my daughter. She's the, she's the youngest of my children and she's a tough little thing. She's got three big brothers. So she certainly is, is not afraid to stand up for herself, but she also is kind of the last to speak up and she'll kind of go with the flow very, very easily, always up for adventure. And I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, we could never have a friend spend the night on a school night. Like that was almost taboo. That was just like a cuss word, right? Don't even ask. Um, but maybe I'm just that mom that I'm way too laid back, but I definitely have let my kids have friends spend the night on weeknights. However, this was a random time and my daughter had been at AU, um, she'd been at an AAU tournament with us all weekend. Therefore, she really didn't have a chance to see her friends. And she simply said, hey, mom, could I have my friend Nia spend the night on Sunday night when we got back from the AAU tournament? And right away, I looked at her and I was like, heck no, it's a school night. And she goes, well, you always say the answer is no, if you don't ask. And I thought to myself, you're right. I do say that. And I'm going to reward you for taking a risk. I'm not going to be mad at you for taking a risk. I want to reward that behavior. And so I said, yes, because I want her doing that more. I want her putting herself out there and being willing to take a risk, even if it upsets somebody, even if it, uh, if, if she doesn't get a no, what if the answer is yes, you know, and you wouldn't know if you didn't ask. So, you know, I've had, I've had people in the corporate world. I listen, sometimes I think employees show up and do just enough work to just make their pay. And, um, employers probably pay their people just enough. So they keep coming to work, right? We know that's a re reality of the corporate world, but then every now and again, you get somebody in the corporate world that's very entrepreneurial, not like gimme, 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 but how can I prove myself more? And I want to take on more to show you that I'm more valuable to you. And those kind of people always really impress me. And uh, recently, one of my coworkers put herself in position for a promotion. And quite frankly, I hadn't even thought of it myself, but the minute she said it, I was like, that is flipping genius. And I am more in love with you than I have been up to this point because there's just something about, to me, risk-taking and putting yourself out there, it's contagious. And it's the kind of people I want to be around. So, um, you know, the benefits of taking the risk are always going to far outweigh the temporary feelings or the fear of rejection or silliness. I'm going to say that again. The benefits of taking that risk far outweigh the temporary feelings or fear that we feel that could be followed by rejection or silliness. So think about that. We, we said that at the beginning today, you know, what is something you've been wanting to do? You've been thinking about asking, but you've been too afraid or maybe, um, you know, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or, or, or you just don't want to hear the word no because you hate rejection, you know? I, I want to allow you to borrow some of my confidence right now. And I want to remind you that if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And um, I'm just telling you, you are going to, you're going to richly be rewarded by being willing to take that kind of a risk. And you know what? Being a risk taker doesn't mean that you don't ever have fear. Um, it just simply means that you feel the fear and you do it anyway. And after you do it and you start to see how facing your fear and taking the risk produces such great results, it builds a muscle in you that 
makes it easier to take risks in the future. Not because you still don't feel fear, but you know what's on the other side of that fear. And so uh, I often used to say like, you know, taking risks is like going to the gym. Going to the gym never gets easier, but you do get stronger. And that's the same when it comes to risk-taking. And when you hear me say, and now you're going to say it too, right? Because you're going to adopt it. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. We are talking about taking risks. We're talking about getting outside your comfort zone and being willing to put yourself in position for growth, for opportunity, and uh, it could bring challenge. But you know what? That challenge is going to make you better in the process. So don't forget to go out and make an ask out of yourself this week. And uh, just remember, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Listen, if you're joining me for today's episode, and this is the first in the series of my mantras that you have caught with us, I want you to go back. Uh, This is a bonus episode, actually. Um, But we've done two other episodes, and we want you to go back and catch up if you missed the first or the second episode. They're real quick, short and sweet, but I promise you, you take hold of these Uh, mantras I've been sharing with you, and it will absolutely change the game for you in business. And you know what? Teach it to your team because it won't just change the game for you. It'll change the game for them. And at the end of the day, your business will reap the rewards of it. So I feel like I want to give you a high five and say, go make an ask out of yourself this week, but that's probably not appropriate. So this, this episode has been full of a few interesting little comments. I actually hope my mom doesn't watch this one, but if she does, she'll forgive me. That's for sure. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for joining me. Don't miss next month because we're going to tap into another mantra. All right. Love you guys. Don't forget to share this and encourage some others to listen in to the Cami Pentecost podcast. I know you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I did. Whether you are a newbie or a longtime listener, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, I'm Cammie Pentecost.